perception, perception is, is reality. Reality. Chicken, peas, and corn. <laughs> All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this 102nd episode of Perception is Reality. I am your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. It's good to be with you. We are flying solo this evening as Miss Carla is back hard at work in the salon Cutting hair and making dreams come true one head at a time. She will be back in future episodes, but for this episode, it's just you and I, like the good old days, the olden times. It's not really been that long, so I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Please, please, some point, share the show with everyone you know. Remind them we can be found on all major podcast hosting sites. We can definitely be found at the home link of perception.fireside.fm, but the easiest way to tell somebody to find us is to simply have them Google search on the internet, whichever search engine you use, Bilbrey Podcast, B-I-L-B-R-E-Y Podcast. Also, don't forget to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bilbrey318. There, the conversation continues always with posts, commentary, and the live at 8.35 videos that air live at 8.35 most evenings. You know, it's just things like that you just gotta do. You just gotta do. It's like, I record, I put it out, you listen, and then the other part of your job is to share the podcast. It's kind of like... Well, I'm going to tell you something, and this is not really sexy, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Before I was going on, I was trimming my nose hairs. Yes, yes, men out there listening, you know what I'm speaking of, ladies, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I was trimming my nose hairs, and for anybody that's ever done that, I this is the first time in my life I have ever trimmed my nose hairs. I've never done that before, they've never been crazy. They weren't crazy this time, but I thought, you know what? I'm trying to do this whole new me routine, and we're, we're going to try this. So went, I bought a special pair of scissors, and I'm in there. My nose, my sinuses have always been sensitive. My eyes are real sensitive. My sinuses are sensitive. My eyes water at the, at the drop of a hat. So I'm in here with these scissors, and I'm, it's not fun. I'm pulling the hair, and that's making my eyes water. And I'm like gouging myself and making myself bleed. 
And, and it just was not fun. It was, was not fun at all. Very similar to another routine that I've just recently started back up on, and that's been trying to take care of myself, take care of my body, to put myself into a position where I can live longer, to where I can feel better, I can look better, and, you know, all of the above there. So I've recently started watching what I'm eating. I've recently started taking care of myself. I've been documenting that over at Facebook. If you've been there, you've been seeing it. If not, why wait? Jump there now. But I've been doing this for quite some time now, and, and it's, it's a routine that works because it has worked for me in the past. See, way, 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 way back when, when I was interested in getting on the police department, going through that process, I, I needed to, to get in shape. I needed to lose a little bit of weight and do that. I've always been a bigger guy. I've always been a bigger kid. I was just, I was kind of big, you know. Don't, it's, it's like most people. Don't you wish we could go back and be as big now as we thought we were? When we were in high school, my God, I would love that. That would be amazing. Anyways, I've been heavier, a bigger kid, a bigger guy. And when I started getting interested in the police department and going that way with my life, obviously I wasn't just going to start running, you know, and I wasn't going to cut down to 200 calories a day. So I started slowly, and it worked. I just started walking. Of course, I had uh, a girlfriend, later became my first wife. I had a partner to walk with, and that always helps when you have somebody that's interested as well and w will be there to push you. And it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. It wasn't fun going from not really doing much. Playing drums was probably the most physical activity. I, well, I worked at Muncie Tent Nawning, slinging, uh, swinging sledgehammers and doing work there. That, that kept me pretty... Pretty good, but when I moved into graphics, it became a sedentary life, and, and that's never any good for anybody. So, many, many years ago, I started walking, and there was just, just this one road that I would walk down and back. Sometimes I would walk down, back, down, and back, and I started eating Subway. Stopped eating McDonald's, stopped eating Wendy's, stopped eating Burger King, stopped eating every place, and I just ate, I ate Subway. And I was able to cut down a lot of weight. I, I, got, I got really uh, in good shape for a while. And I lived that way. And then when I started getting older, leaving the prosecutor's office, when I moved to Winchester, I was out working in the yard. We had a double lot doing that thing and really, really working. And that was keeping me in a pretty healthy weight range, and, and I felt good, I looked good. <laughs> I thought I looked good. I'm not saying that I looked I looked good. I'm not saying that. I, I felt comfortable with myself, and, you know, my wife felt comfortable with me, so great, whatever, okay. So, uh, everything that's occurred has occurred, and, and, you know, what happens with that, you... You go through a little bit of depression, you, whatever, and, 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 you know, not working in the yard the same and doing all that tends to do what it has done. And so it's, you know, it's, there's no secret. You know, I'm, I'm talking to you people. You see me. I'm, I've gotten bigger. So recently, 
started making some changes to my life, decided I wanted to be happier, decided I wanted to be healthier, decided I wanted to be able to be a pain in the ass to crooked, dirty politicians for as long as possible. And to do that, I needed to take care of myself. So I started putting in the work. And here recently, I've started doing the same thing that I did all those years ago. And, and it's working. I'm losing weight. I'm feeling better. I've now gotten to the point where I have started walking, working out, and eating right, drinking more water, drinking all water, less, less, no, no pop, no sugars, things like that. Um, to the, I've done it so long now, going this time that I I look forward to it. And if it's like cold a day, like I think three days ago it was cold, and I didn't get a walk my normal length, and I was in a bad mood all day because of it. And I was really in a bad mood until the next day when I could walk and I was able to walk more. And so that made me feel better. But I, I'm happy that I'm, I'm to that point now and I'm going to start doing even more and I'm going to start doing better. And over the next several weeks and months, we're going to see a major change. I can't wait to, to be able to document it here. But I'm not here to talk about the fun of all of that right now. I'm not here to talk about getting you guys to work out or whatever. I hope you do. I hope if you need to, I hope I can help be an inspiration for you to do that. But I'm here to talk about the unpleasantness of it. See, when I first started back on this program again, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun to get up out of the chair and to go do some work. It, it hurt. It was uncomfortable, this or that. But sometimes in life, you have to do the unpleasant things to get to a point where everything is good. And I'm really going the long way around this. This is an analogy for something we're going to talk about here in this episode. Cutting your nose hairs, trimming your nose hairs, working out going to bed early so that you can wake up early or, or not partying because you have that job interview in the morning. Watching what you eat, you know. Taking care of your mental health so that you're, you know, instead of just allowing the stress and the anxiety to, to creep in or whatever. All of these things are hard. They take discipline and they take, they take the active participation of your heart, your mind, your body, your soul. It takes all of you to do it. And it is not fun. Sometimes it's tough work. Sometimes it's difficult. But doing the right thing will always pay off in the end. It doesn't pay off right away. I didn't go walk the first day and lose 35 pounds. Nobody will ever do that. You can't do that. There is no get-rich scheme that works. There is no quick, take this pill, lose 50 pounds overnight. If you want muscles, you have to lift weights and go through the regimen the right way. If you want to cut weight, you must bust your ass and you must work for it. If you want a community to have trust in you as a politician, as a, an elected official, 
if you want to rebuild the damage that years and years and years and years and years of prior politicians and prior officials have created, it takes hard work. If you're a candidate running for office and you promise a better tomorrow, you promise things are going to get easier, things are going to get better, then you have to put the work in to do that. It's not always fun. It's not always pleasant. There are going to be bumps and bruises along the way. I know it's fun for political officials, appointed officials, to get on social media, to hear from their supporters saying, Oh, my heart is so full. You're in office and you're doing such a fantastic job because I wanted you to win and you won. And now my heart is just so full. That's fun. It's like a drug. It's like, it's like that cute girl saying they like you. It's like getting that message, that notification on Facebook. It's like getting that retweet on Twitter. It's like smoking that joint. It's like taking that bump. Whatever you do, whatever your deal is, that makes you feel good. It's good. Here is what's not fun. It's not fun to get up out of your chair and get your big ass walking. To get on the path to making yourself self healthy. What's not fun is coming clean about things that are going on under your leadership, quote unquote, I use that loosely, that might not make you look the best. That's not fun because people might question what's going on. People might have thoughts that you might not be doing the right thing. And maybe you are and maybe you're not. But it takes work. And what I mean by that is, if there's a screw-up, you must get that out there. You must say, all right, we're not hiding this. We're doing the right thing. We're going to let people know this. That's what transparency is. We're going to improve the communication. We're going to speak with you. We're going to let you know what happened, why it happened, and how it's not going to happen again in the future. It takes putting in the hard work because, yeah, having a few of your supporters telling you how wonderful you are, that's a temporary fix. That's a temporary high. That's a temporary good feeling. But day in and day out, the citizens seeing what's going on, seeing what's not going on, having an understanding or not an understanding, not knowing... That's what's going to all matter in the end. It's not going to be how frequently your wife told you, whether it's mayor, commissioner, council member, that you're doing a good job. It's your wife. Of course she's going to tell you that. Your supporters are going to tell you how wonderful it is that you're in office. No matter what it is that you're doing. 
They're your supporters. They're your team. They're there to fight the people who are opponents or the people who are there apparently just wanting you to do the best that you can do the right way. It's not fun having Christopher Bilbrey asking for documents. It's not fun having Christopher Bilbrey standing up in a council meeting asking questions and expecting answers. It's not fun when citizens say they want to protest actions that you're taking. It's not fun when you're having folks from prior administrations, prior positions of power, calling you out, calling your team out, calling your council out, calling your clerk's office out. Because you think, well, wait a minute, they've been here in these shoes. Why are they doing this? They don't know. They've got a personal vendetta. No, no. It's just what happens. This is politics. Moreover, it's the political world in which you put yourself. And I want to be very clear. I'm talking about Madison County. I'm talking about Marion County. I'm talking about Governor Holcomb. I'm talking about Mayor Bob McCoy of Winchester. I'm talking about the Henry County Commissioner's Office. I'm talking about Cass County Commissioners. I'm talking about Mayor Dan Ridenour. I'm talking about Delaware County. I'm talking about it all. I'm talking about the President of the United States. I'm talking about the federal government. One and all, one and all in this situation, all candidates run saying they're going to improve communication, they're going to improve transparency, and they're going to improve accountability. All candidates say that. Some are believable, some are not. The problem is, when the believable ones are saying it and saying it for so long, and then they get their chance, they get their seat at the table, and they push it all away, they squander it, because they let others make decisions for them, because they don't feel as though they should make waves, because they can't handle confrontation because they get a big head and realize what position they're in and they start to make it count for them rather than for the community that they serve, well, then that's no good for anyone. It's no good for them if the people are able to get them elected out of office next time. It's no good for the community because the community is not being served. And in the end... It's not good. It, it, it Just ask Craig Nichols. Just ask those that have been indicted. Those facing serious time. It's not worth it. It's so much better to put in the hard work. It's so much better to do what needs to be done right and earn back that respect. 
earn back that trust. Because just going along on the fact that you're somebody new and that you didn't make the mistakes that they did isn't going to get anybody very far. It's just simply not going to. You have to put in the work. You have to do the hard things up front, being open and honest and truthful to communicate, to be transparent, and to be accountable for your actions. Just because you're new doesn't mean folks shouldn't have questions. Just because you're new is not an excuse a year into it. Just because you're new doesn't mean you should rest on the fact that, well, I'm new, so everything's much better. No, things have to actually be better for you to claim that they're better. Now, there are some things that are better, just straight off the bat, having a new person, because, like, let's just talk, for example, hypothetically speaking, we're talking about the city of Muncie, all right? Mayor Ridenauer and his administration, they don't do things the exact same way that any other mayor and his or her team did. They're doing things their own way, so they might not necessarily do the same mistakes the way that, say, Tyler's administration or McShirley's administration or Cannon's administration did. But if they're doing a set of actions that are wrong over here, but they're doing these things right, well, they're still doing things that are wrong. And I don't know what is going on. And for the life of me, I will never understand the issues that we are having with communication and transparency. And uh, honestly, this can be for anybody in any communicate in, in any community. You need to listen to this wherever you live and say, do I live in a community? Do I live in a county? Do I live in a city? Do I live in a town? Does the state work within their means to communicate their very level best with myself, my family, my friends, and the other unknown members of whatever community you're in, whether it's the state, a county, a city, a town? Or... Are there things that they can do better? Now, do they know that they can do them better or do they not know? If they don't know, they need to be told. And sometimes telling them is uncomfortable because people think that you're being negative Nancy or you're, you're, you're just pissing and moaning. And that's not true. Sometimes they do things wrong because they're just doing things wrong. And when that happens, they definitely have to be called out. Well, I'm here to tell you that five months in, the city of Muncie, the mayor's administration, the city clerk, and 
the council, only under the leadership of Brad Polk, do not get very high marks when it comes to communication, transparency, and accountability. Now, someone might say, well, it don't matter. That's just your opinion. <laughs> no. Nope. It's, uh, it's not my opinion. It's the op it is my opinion, but it's also the opinion of many, many other people. It's the opinion of a lot of people who had a lot of hopes writing on this. It's the opinion of a lot of supporters of these people. Mayor Reidenauer ran on the promise of slowing the government down, of improving the communication, of improving the transparency, and of making sure that accountability could occur. Belinda Munson ran on that very same platform, as did every candidate on the council and the ones that even lost. Everybody ran on this. This last year's election, 2019, was the election that everybody said Things have to be different than what we currently have. Okay, well then show us. Show us that you are capable of being better. Show us that you're capable of being different. Because five months in, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. And depending on how honest you are, you will say you're seeing it or you're not seeing it. I'm, I'll be honest. If you say that you're seeing how communication has improved or how transparency has improved or how accountability is, is there, then I, I have to say one of two things. Either you need your eyes checked and your hearing checked, you're not truly paying attention, or you're just flat out lying because you support one or multiple people, and that's okay. I've said many times, a friend is a friend and they're going to stick by it. Now, in my opinion, a true friend will call you out on your bullshit. You know, if I'm friends with somebody, then I'm friend, I am deep enough friend to say, whoa, hey, dude, you got something in your teeth here. Whoa, dude, 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 uh, you use deodorant today? Yeah, you're not, you're not doing too well. Oh, hey, 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 uh, you're... Looking as though you're not being very transparent. You seem as though, dear friend of mine, that you don't understand transparency. That's what a true friend does. A true friend doesn't say, well, my gosh, you just look so beautiful, even though your hair is messy. A true friend doesn't lie to you. That's, that's what a stranger does. Saying, my heart's so full, you're in office. I just wanted you to be in office so much. That's a, that's a load of crap. And you're setting those people up for failure. You're setting those people up for failure. I'm recording this right after a pretty intense battle with various aspects of city government over many different aspects of city government. 
and it's uncomfortable. But instead of the games that they play, had they just come out with it straight away, one, I couldn't have harped on it for as long as I have. Two, they could have controlled the message a little bit better. And three, I for one would have respected them and I fully, truthfully believe that others would have as well. Now, some of what I'm talking about, you're familiar with because I've covered some of it, like the Muncie Sanitary District issue. We're all aware that there's been some issues with the Sanitary District, with the three Sanitary District Board Commissioners, Bill Smith, Joe Evans, Mike Klein. We understand what people were dealing with there. We understand how they think, how they operate, what they do. We understand it. But when we know, and I know for a fact, that Mayor Ridenour, when he was Councillor Ridenour, before he took office as mayor, had issues with some of what the Sanitary District Board was doing. And when I know for a fact that in... December and January before he took office and right after he was aware of serious issues and serious issues that he hadn't been aware of before when I know for a fact that Ridenour and his camp is made aware of issues within the sanitary district that they needed to be handling straight away then I get to sit back and look and say, well, are they going to do the right thing? Or are they going to let this slide? And if they let this slide, why are they letting this slide? Why, why is this okay? We pushed for this man, we elected this man to go in here and to clean house. Not to sit idly by as the same things continue. So, we have to wonder why that's happening. You're all aware of that. You know what I'm talking about. Now, there's some aspects of that you don't know because it hasn't all been released yet. And I will release more when I possibly can. This is a continuing situation. But I've purposefully been vague in other aspects because I'm not trying to dime them out just yet. I'm wanting to see if they can do the right things. Yes, people know that I've been battling them over records requests and what policies they think they can put in place and how they think that they can control the situation. They can't. Mayor Ridenour and your department heads... You work for us. Quit playing games. Quit trying to make the process harder to get information. You are now specifically not only not fulfilling your campaign promises, but you're trying to figure out ways to make getting information harder. You're developing strategies that will limit folks from attempting to even get records. And the optics of that 
is you don't want folks to know what's going on. The optics of not allowing me to access the Nikki Grigsby records for nearly two months makes it look like you were trying to hide those those records. It's what it looks like. You know the whole perception thing? You know? Uh, hello? If it's perceived that you're not doing right, well, that's the perception and that's the perception that you're allowing to be put forth. Yeah, are you not kicking back money to 214? I didn't think you were. You're a Republican. Does that mean you're not capable of doing something wrong? I'm not saying you're doing it for a corrupt way. I'm just saying you're doing it wrong because you don't know. But that's why sometimes you have to take a hint, take the message and there are other things that I'm talking about, and I'm setting you, the listener, up. This is going to be a continuing story that we're going to be on because there's more information that we will come upon in the next couple days, weeks, than months that will be the continuing portion to this story. But I'm just getting this information out now. Because I'm wanting to set set the foundation of the story. That it, if they were just simply doing the right things, doing the hard work, if they were out there doing work and doing what needs to be done, and sometimes it's not fun. If they were wanting to do things the right way, if they were wanting to stop the game, stop the mind games where we're playing battle back and forth because you think I've hurt you and so now you're going to get at me by trying to stop me from getting this record or that record or, or this or that. You will not win in that. I'm tenacious. I will continue trying. And I will overcome. So let's put those childish games aside and get down to the business of running the community the way that you said you would run it. I specifically remember several times hearing the mayor say, he said it in debates and he said it in the interviews with me on this very show, we will slow the process of government in the city of Muncie down. And I thought, all right, that sounds great. They've not slowed anything down. They've sped it up. It's going so wildly fast that nobody even knows what's going on. It's out of control in some aspects. I know. He was out in the park picking up trash. That's not what I need him to be doing. I need him to be making sure that the city of Muncie is not paying a felon who has pled guilty to the felony in her own right as a federal charge to the federal charge. I need him to make sure that the city's not paying her $109,000. I'm needing the city to understand that they were told far in advance, hey, you better be looking out for this. Something shady's going on here. And for whatever reason, they ignored all of that. So then the question becomes why? And... That's not a fun question. 
because it has a lot of implications. And if you just came out with the information, then it would be out there. You would be doing the hard thing. That's like me getting up and, and purposefully exercising and walking to, to, to achieve a better outcome. You coming clean is that act. It's doing the things that aren't fun so that in the end, you have a better outcome. But shrinking back from your duty, trying to hide and trying to play like you don't understand what I'm talking about or you don't understand how public records work, trying to put in place all of these different policies that one must jump through in order to get these records, trying to put all these hoops in place to stop people from accessing this information. Well, that's the easy way. And doing it the easy way, yeah, it feels good. I could not exercise. I could not trim up my, my beard. I could not trim up my nose hairs. I could look like a heathen. But even though that's the easy way now, it doesn't help me in the end. It doesn't help me achieve the goal that I'm going for. Doing things the easy way as an elected official, yeah, it might be a way to keep yourself favorable for just a little bit further more time. But honestly, it's just favorable amongst the people who already like you and who will like you no matter what. What you have to worry about is keeping the entire community happy. What you have to worry about is doing the right thing, specifically if that's what you ran on. Because here's the bottom line. Release it now. Release it later. It's going to come out one way or another. Keep playing games with communication and transparency and accountability and it will not end well as far as the officials who are involved are well when it comes to further re-elections or how they are perceived during their time in office. There are actions happening right now that go against what these various officials ran on. And I want to know why. Because it's easier to shy away from the truth. It's easier to pretend like I'm not right. It's easier to hear all the good positive stuff that all your supporters are saying. Well, they're your supporters. They're supposed to say that good stuff. What about regular Joe Blow? I don't know. No matter what, it always comes out. You have to understand that. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to hit, take a quick break. You're listening to episode 102. I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey. This is Perception is Reality. We'll be right back. Perception. Perception. Perception is, is reality. Reality. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know whether she should go forward or, or turn or just stay at the stop sign. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. 
She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. It's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you and we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. And now, Perception is Reality, with your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. All right, folks, we're back. This is episode 102 of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. It's good to be with you. Uh, We're close to the end of this, and I know I've been kind of talking in circles. I've just been being real vague, because as I start to build upon this concept of the officials doing right and wrong... Over the next couple episodes, the next couple weeks, the next couple months, I want to make sure that you're aware, one, there is no personal vendetta. These are people, for the most part, that I wanted in office, that I believed in, that I hoped would do the right thing. These are people that I thought were going to be able to turn things around in various areas. And not seeing that is heartbreaking. Now, I'm not saying everything they do is bad or wrong. But folks, I didn't say everything that the prior administration did was bad or wrong. Very few people are all good or all bad. That just doesn't happen. Most people fall somewhere right in the center of all of that. And so we need to be aware that just because someone does something good, they are still capable of doing things wrong. Or just because, for the most part, we believe someone was bad or corrupt, they're still capable of doing things the right way. So I like these people personally. I liked a lot of the old people personally. That being said, I have never said anybody would get a pass. That's just not me. That's not my style. And I'm telling you, I'm actually not telling you all the information. As I'm sitting here recording this, as I'm saying these words, I've recently, just here very recently, found out about some things that are happening, some issues that we're going to have to deal with. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm beside myself with it. So recently we had the issue with city council. We're still dealing with this pandemic nonsense. So we're not having actual normal meetings yet. We're still having Zoom meetings. Well, so far during all of this, the Zoom meetings have not been full meetings. They have only handled essential or emergent situations, emergent and essential business. And now, for whatever reason, we've learned that Council President Brad Polk wanted to hold a full meeting via Zoom outside the presence of the public. I mean, the public can watch, but it's hard for the public to interact. Yeah, they'd open up an email system, but then you have to hope they ask the questions that you email. 
They don't always do that. He didn't do that with me last time. So there were people who wanted to protest this, and I was very open to that. Now, fortunately, we got them to pull back a little bit, but that has apparently caused some issues. And we're not going to come forward with them right now because I give them the benefit of the doubt. They don't believe that. That's their narrative that I'm looking to nitpick and to bash them or, or I don't know what they think. I am of the same party as most of these people. I supported these people. I sold these people to you. So I am specifically incensed when these officials that I sold to you are acting the way that they're acting, and we're only five months in. I talked to somebody the other day that said, well, I was talking to, to my friend, and I said, thank God we've only got a year left of riding hour. And he said, what? He's only been in there for five months. And the guy said, what? Are you kidding me? He's been there for three years. And the guy said, no, dude, he's only been there for five months. And it feels that way. And part of it is the pandemic. But part of it is the fact that nothing's changed. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. That is a lyric from a Who song. Let me tell you another lyric from a Who song. The lyric says, we won't get fooled again. Well, that lyric is wrong because apparently we will be fooled again. And I'm here to tell you that that's not going to happen. A, a, a friend, a fan, whatever you want to call them, said the other night that we didn't want to have to rise up and fight this whole administration, whole the whole city government for the next four years. Dot, dot, dot. But we will. We don't want to do that. We want them to hold to their promises. We want them to do the right things. But will they? That's up to them. The relationship that we have with our employees is up to those employees. They don't call the shots. We call the shots. You call the shots. I call the shots. Your voice matters. You want me to tell you why I know your voice matters? Because we had a government that was going to hold a meeting and a very small group, select group of people said they were going to protest and it made them rethink their decision for the better because we were going to protest and we were going to call them on the BS. That lets me know, they know, our voice matters. That should let you know that your voice matters. That's why you have to stay active. You have to stay involved. You have to fight the bad and you have to praise the good. When the officials do right, they deserve praise. And I give it to them. And you should give it to them too. And when the officials do bad... They deserve their feet held to the fire, and I will do that each and every time, and you should as well. Look, it's not that hard to do right. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's not, it's not the easiest, 
but you have a better outcome. It's very similar to me getting my butt up and walking five miles or so every day. It's very similar to me standing in the mirror, trimming my nose hairs. It's not fun, but I'm going to do it because it achieves the outcome that I want. Well, City of Muncie, Mayor Ridenauer, City Council, City Clerk, officials everywhere, are you going to do right? Are you going to do the things that you need to do? Are you going to trim your nose hairs? Are you going to do right? Because let me tell you, if you don't, I'll do it for you. That's a promise. You're listening to Perception is Reality. I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey. We'll be right back after this. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. All right, that's going to do it for this 102nd episode of Perception is Reality. You guys know what to do. Share the show with everyone you know. Tell them where to find us. Bilbrey Podcast. That's the easiest way to get us on all podcast hosting sites. I know this episode was a little vague, but I'm giving them the chance to do the right thing. We will see. Until next time, stay active, stay involved, stay safe. God bless. And I'll look forward to talking to you again real soon. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember... Perception, Perception is, is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.